Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Everyone at some time has a question about their finances. For all your answers and a free chat, contact our sponsors, Galaxy Finance, and ask for Leanne. Any questions, any queries, they have the solutions from home loan lending to complete financial planning. With Galaxy Finance, they'll do all the work for you and find the best possible deal. They'll do it all. Get in contact and mention Unfiltered for that free chat. A free chat, no obligations, a free chat just by mentioning Unfiltered. Get in touch with Leanne at galaxyfinance.com.au. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered, the Legends series with John Sutton. This is part two. Enjoy. Sport and rugby league are special when two grown men like us can sit here recalling a day or a moment and you get choked up. I mean, that's that's the beauty of this game, isn't it? Just, it it grabs you. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just a very proud moment for myself and my family. But um, yeah, like I said, it was um, it was something I've always wanted to do, and like I still remember the feeling of when I lifted the trophy that um, I was just so excited that I was doing it and looking around at the and you know, at the crowd, yeah. it was just crazy. <laughs> We're underway. One of the most awaited grand finals of all time. And taken by Graham and Tolman, the polar bears, and Burgess has come away pointing at his pointing at his cheekbone, I think. So the whistle sounds in the game, and as you said, Sammy Burgess playing on with a broken face. What do you remember of the incident, Burgess and Graham? Um, I don't really, I don't, I didn't notice it. I didn't notice him while I was playing. Uh, I think we about five or ten minutes into the game, we got a scrum down there, and I think Sam had to grab me to say something, but I was so focused on um, Renault because he'd done a shit kick and I was yeah. off it, so I'm looking for Adam, and he, Sam was trying to grab me, and when I watched the back, I was like, fuck, he's trying to tell me he's got a broken face. And but you I, rushed him? Yeah, I was sort of just like, <laughs> where's Adam? Like, got to get the kicks and the in goals yeah, or something I like that. It. But, um, yeah, it wasn't until I think like half time when I looked at him in the sheds and I was like, holy shit, like yeah. his face is fucked. But, um, you know, he's just a soldier and, you know, what a game. Like he just plays a full 80 minutes in yeah. the middle, um, did, not, did not blink, you know, and just kept going crazy. Cracking game from Sam, but the whole 80 minutes, I thought it was a wonderful game of footy. You guys really only, I guess, secured it in the last, Seven or eight. Yeah, I think um, the first half we completed 18 of 19 sets. Yeah, I think um, George maybe dropped on the last set when he was steaming off the dropout and had a knock on. But, yeah, you know, when you complete that high, you know, you've put a lot of work into the, mm. to the other team. And if we went into halftime thinking that we put a lot of work into them. Um, they scored after the break, but <clears throat> I knew if we just, you know, keep doing what we're doing, we're going to break them f- and um, you know the floodgates end up opening up. The modern game, there is so much sports science involved, and it's got its place. There are so many 
statistics involved and they've got their place and you and I can come up with a statistic to enhance any argument. But if you hold the ball in rugby league more than your opponent, the likelihood is you're going to win the game. Like it, you strip it all back, it's, it's still a, a pretty basic game. Yeah, 100%. It's, um, you know, you hold the ball, you don't make any errors, keep kicking long down in the corners. It's, um, you know, a very simple game. And um, sometimes, it, you know, get, you can complicate it, but the more you just kick it down the other end, yep. um, you know, the more likely you're going to win the game. To win a premiership, to be the captain of that premiership winning side, when did it actually sink in the, the magnitude of what you'd achieved? Um, Yeah, I don't know, probably a week after, I reckon. Yeah. Um, it was a very enjoyable week after the grand final, and um, the following week I went to Bali with my wife yeah. and um, spent a week there and, you know, just being able to, you know, relax and sit back and um, just think about what I did yeah. and what I was able to achieve. was um, You know, probably, yeah, probably in Bali sometime, you know, sipping on a bintang. <laughs> Life doesn't get any better. Yeah. Um, Mad Monday turned into Mad Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Is there a go-to story from the celebrations? Um, no, <laughs> no. It was just an amazing week. We had, um, you know, a good few days, and we had to we had to climb the Harbour Bridge, where I was very hungover for on a Thursday. It was like, oh, I was couldn't believe I got up there. I was, yeah, I was struggling a bit, and um. I think on the yeah the Friday we had our prezzo, so the presentation on the Friday night was just it was awesome. You know we had Love everyone it. there and you know, just talking about the game, talking about the week we've just had. Like it was just awesome. Um, and when I think about the prezzo, there's a photo that we got um, all the juniors. I think there was seven of us that were juniors that were in the squad. Wow, that played in that grand final That's team, cool. which is um, yeah, it was just awesome. And um, you know we had a really good night that night too. In every one story, there's good stories, there's not so good stories. Four months later, you were stripped of the captaincy. How much did that hurt? Yeah, it hurt a lot. You know, it still hurts today, to be honest. You know, I was only captain pretty much by myself for a year and a half. Yeah. And, um, you know, a few months later, it just all went to shit. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something I think about and, and I probably regret that. Um, <clears throat> you know, had to um, you know, go through that shit and you mm. know how I fucked up and um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's something I'm not proud of at all. I'll put my hand straight up and say I'd have a dummy spit. Did you ever think, screw this, I'm out? I've done so much for this club, you can't do this to me. Um. Well, at the time, I wasn't too worried about the captain. I was just worried about losing my job. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but um, it was probably it was probably a shit way how it all sort of come out, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I told the club pretty much straight away what happened. Um, we went to the NRL with integrity and sorted all that out. And, um, you know, obviously when they named Greg ca- captain following, I think it was like in Feb or March or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, people started digging around to see what happened, and you know, I had to go through it all again. Yeah, in the media. So, um, 
You know, I'm very disappointed in myself. You know, I had my mugshot blasted all over the front pages mm. of the newspapers and um, it wasn't so much. Uh, I was just, you know, felt bad for my family, my mum and dad having to see that yep. on the front page. And That's and, the part of it that sucks, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. you're all open for criticism when you, as a footballer, but when the emotions hit mum, dad, sisters, wives – that sucks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, I could, I'd dealt with it, but it was just my family seeing it all mm. in the paper, which, um, you know, probably hurt me the most. Fast forward a little, mate. 2018, 300 games. At that time, only 31 players in over 110 years had achieved that feat. No one from the Rabbitohs. Do you remember the game and the celebration of the achievement? Yeah, um, Leading uh, that um, week, leading up to it, um, I got a message from uh, Campbell Graham saying there's a big mural of you on Kensington Oval on the side there, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then the next day they had a thing for me at the mural, which had 300 games up there. Wow! And um, everyone was, all the boys were going, "Fuck, stretch you blew you, um, you blew the surprise in that," <laughs> and he was like, "Oh shit." But, um, yeah, it was pretty cool to go there and um, have the mural of me on the side of where, yeah. I, where I grew up playing football. Um, it's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, I just, yeah, it was, it was a good week. But, um, you know, it was disappointing we got beat that weekend <laughs> against the Tigers. But, um, you know, obviously being able to play 300 games at the one club and the club that I love, just, um, you know, it's an amazing achievement for myself. You know, some, that I can hold my head high that I've done yeah. and um, yeah, just be proud of myself. Rewind to three years ago, Sato, when you were playing and you would have said, no, 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 the achievements don't mean anything and I didn't know it was my 300th game. Come clean now. Uh, do achievements like that actually mean something? Are you sort of looking at them going, this is cool? Yeah, now I do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely now I think like, you know, you know, I'm so blessed that I've been able to play at yeah. one club and and then you know, play 300 games and you know be being captain of the last you know, side that win the premiership. Yep. So yeah, definitely their achievements I think about and you know, I can hold my head high for. Your last game would be the, the following year, the prelim final in Canberra. How was that knowing that the boots were being hung up for good? Hey legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week. And we can cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want, and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I remember the moment the full time bell rang. 
then Cam Cam Murray came over and it's like he's sweet, he picked up. But um, yeah, it definitely sucked to go out like that. Um, you know, we I thought we had a um, <clears throat> a good chance. Adam took an intercept there. I think we turned to go. Yeah, and um, so I think fuck, here we go. We're gonna come home here, but then um, probably he scored under the post and. Um, yeah, it wasn't to be. But, um, you know, I'm proud of what I did on the field. Did you yeah, love with... one more game? Uh, <laughs> I would love every time I run the blue shirt on the weekend, yeah. I wish I was playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you get those chills when the boy's running out on the field at the yeah. start of the game, and I'm just like, fuck, I wish I could do that again. But, um, no, look, I um, played a game of footy last year for Southeastern the yep. Seagulls, and I got pretty much bashed out there. <laughs> My body just wasn't right. Like, just, I just wasn't used to the contact. I ended up yeah. with a black eye, and I was just like, um, like probably it. not. <laughs> the transition from footballer to real world, I guess, or the next chapter, some guys handle it well, some guys don't. How did you handle retirement and the transition? Or should I actually be asking this question to Stacey? Uh, you could ask Stacey. But I, I'll tell you, look, I've had, a, I've, I've had a, you know, a good transition in the sense of, um, you know, the club's looked after me and I've had a good job. But I have struggled um, the last few years of transitioning out of yep. football. Um, you know, a few months ago I went to rehab. Yep. I've been to rehab and, um, you know, trying to sort my life out with that. Um, but, um, you know, it's been good for myself um, the last few months that I've, you know, been working on myself and, um, and just becoming a better person and, you know, someone's there more for their wife and for my family. So, um, you know, it's um, <clears throat> hasn't been um, – yeah, it hasn't been great the last few years transitioning out of football, but, um, you know, I'm – I'm on my way up from now. That's yeah. terrific to hear. What are you working on, John? Because I can tell you at 51 years of age, I'm still working every single day on something to do with myself and being the best version of myself. What are you working on? What are you mindful of? Um, well, I had – so I've, I've had um, – I've suffered a bad depression yep. the last few years ever since retiring. And obviously, um, you know, drinking hasn't helped that. So, um, you know, um, yeah, I'm just been working on myself and, you know, alcohol and trying to, um, you know, I've, been give, I've gave it up and just, you know, just staying, staying off that. Good and, on you. Um, yeah, so, you know, every day that I, um, you know, stay, stay sober is a good day and um, it's something that I just don't need in my life right now. Yeah, it's I'm a just, tough old world out there, mate. It is, yeah. It just, yeah, it was, it's just been so, it was just weird after football. Mm. Like, I didn't think I would struggle that much. But, um, you know, playing 16 years, rugby league. Well, it's all you know. Yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, yeah it, um, it's been tough in that sense, yeah. The game promotes Are You OK Day. Um, they're very aware, apparently, of mental health issues in and around the game. We've all sadly just gone through the Paul Green experience that none of us want to go through again. Is enough being done to to help? Um, to, be honest, to be honest, I don't think so. I think um, 
especially players transitioning out of football, it's yep. it's tough. Like um, like you said, it's all I've known for sixteen years, and um, you know I've been you know grateful enough for South that I've got a good job there. But um, obviously, there's players that are, you know go into a coaching role or um, you know have their club look after them. Mm. You know, the way I've been, you know. Um, Helped with, so I think the NRL should do, um, you know, do do a lot more mm. in that space to help players transition to the next phase of their their life, you know, in their career. I appreciate what Are You Okay Day is about, and I like the sentiment and I like the headline. I think Are You Okay Day should be every day, definitely to yeah. to your mates and just me. That's the thing. It's you know, it's hard to speak up. You know, players don't want to. Yeah. Um, you know, men don't want to. That's so, right. Um, you know, obviously checking in on your mates and making sure they're okay. And, you know, when I finished playing footy, I didn't really want to talk about anything of my problems. But until it got fucking too bad and, yep. you know, I, had, I was struggling. So, um, yeah, so definitely something needs to, you know, it needs more help in that space here. And it isn't weak to speak. And I think a lot of the emphasis at times has got to go back onto us guys that if someone does say to us, hey, how are you doing? Don't lie, don't cover it up, don't mask it. If you're having a shit day, say, hey, I'm having a shit day. Let's sit down and talk about it. Um, our ego gets in the way. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, it's hard to do for some people, you know. It's very hard to do to open up. But, yep. um you know, it's for myself. Since I've opened up, I've felt a lot better um, about myself and, and, and where I'm going. So, yeah, I do encourage men and you know everyone. You know, if they're having a tough time, just you know have a chat about it. In and around the coaching department at the Rabbitohs, as you said, have you got the coaching bug, mate? Has it bitten you? Is that a future you'd like to to pursue? Um, yeah, I've yeah, been asked this a fair bit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I coached um, SG Ball, South SG Ball, so under-19s this yep. year. Um, we didn't have the best season. You know, we only got to play seven games through the rain. and um, But um, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it a lot. Um, I'll be you know, doing it again next year. Awesome. So um, I wouldn't say I've fully got the bug, but I do enjoy, yeah. um, you know, helping out the younger fellas and, and, um, you know, trying to put my imprint on the team. So um, <clears throat> we'll see how we go this year. But, um, <clears throat> you know, the club's been good that I've been able to have this role. And, um, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and obviously I run the blue shirt for first grade. Yeah. Which is, um, that's that's the role I love at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I know nice. I can't be a blue shirt forever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, at the moment it's a cool job to be, you know, still be able to get on the field. Yeah. Um, you know, run the messages out for JD, um, you know, being around the players still. So yep. um, it's definitely a role that I'll, you know, JD hopefully puts him in next year. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're listening, Jason. Okay, centre 5-8, lock back row. You played all of those positions, which was your favourite. And where did you play your best footy? 5-8 um, was definitely my favourite. Yep. Um you know, I didn't like to talk too much off the field, but on the field I used to, you know, love being able to get the boys around the park. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so that's definitely where I you know, love to play and 
I enjoy my most footy there. But, um, mm. you know, obviously the last few years I put on, a, you know, a bit more size, mm. a few more kilos, and obviously the game was getting faster. So it was just um, – it was just the transition in the back row seemed, you know, a lot better. Yeah. And I enjoyed that as well. I enjoyed playing on the edge. You know, I got, got to play with um, – you know, um, Kirill with Luke and, yep. then, uh, and then and Cody, you know, yeah. two, two very good 5'8s. I got to play alongside them. So, um, you know, played the my year, my last few years out with Cody and, you know, which was great. You had a great relationship with Russell Crowe for a, a number of years. Before we go, what's your, what's your go-to Russell story? Is there one that stands out? Well, um, back in 2005 <clears> – <throat> Um, Stacey was actually um, backpacking around the world and I went over and met her in the, in the off-season. And um, Rusty Rusty was over there doing a movie in, um, in the south of France. Yep. I think I can't remember what it was called, The Good, the good Year or something like that. And um, he said, come, come, come um, meet up with us. And we went to this place called Gords. It was only a small town in the... Um, in the province down south of France, wow. and there was um, he put us up in a hotel room. Um, I was there with Stacey and one of her friends, and um, you know we'd go out. There wasn't much to do. There wasn't many restaurants. It was just a beautiful part of the world, and um, obviously me and two blondes. Everyone was looking and going, "What's going yeah. on here?" But um, you know it was pretty cool that he was able to put us up in this really nice hotel and awesome. and. Um, and fix it up for four days. Um, when he went, when we rocked up, we were up to the hotel and waved at him. He was walking the street, and um, about twenty minutes later, they came in and said, "Look, Russell doesn't like your room. We're going to put you in a better room." And then we had this room looking over like the whole France, south of France. No way, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, that was a pretty awesome experience. Yeah, I bet it was. 336 games for the one club, the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs, multi-time club player of the year, premiership winner, premiership captain, never to be forgotten in the history books. It's been a pleasure, mate, as it has been for a lot of years now. Johnny Sutton, you, sir, are a legend. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legend Series drops at the start of your working week. It's in-depth personal and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. Their stories are simply amazing. The Rugby League Superpod drops in time for your weekend. It's full on and the hottest podcast on the market with at least a dozen interviews every episode. Current day superstars and former legends drop into chat footy and share plenty of laughs. It's loose, we love it and you will too. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to the stars themselves? Then on Saturday, the Firebrand Weekend Session is a new addition to our lineup. We're chatting with the players and coaches about barbecues, beers, and who you'd invite to your place for the perfect weekend session. It's hilarious. To keep the content coming, we'd ask if you could spare 30 seconds when you're done here and leave us a five-star rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. It's huge for us as we look to expand the brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.